0: Morning Alan, how are you?
1: Great, enjoying the sunshine, hope to get out for a run now very shortly after the programme today but uh, you are going to talk to us about type 2 diabetes. So there's uh, type 1, type 2, are there more or is it just the two of them?
0: Just the two Alan, yeah, um, and your run would certainly be one way to try and um, decrease your risk of, of, of getting type 2 diabetes so that, that would be a good measure today.
1: How would that be? Does it eat up the sugars in the system or whatever? What does it do?
0: Just activity, physical activity, controlling weight would be one of the one of the ways to decrease one of your risk factors of developing it. So, I suppose there's two types of diabetes. The most, um, the one probably people have heard most about is the one where you inject your insulin, and that would be type one but the other one is type 2 and that's the most common one um, and we see in society in, in the global population up to 10% of people now have diabetes in the world and of those 10%, 90% of them would have type 2 diabetes so the one where you don't usually inject insulin.
1: Right so what is it? What, so is, type two, yeah, what is type 2 diabetes then? How, how would you define it?
0: Look, I suppose you have to go back a step and see you know, what, what actually is diabetes. And really, diabetes is a lack of control of the g- amount of glucose, glucose in your blood. So when you eat food, it turns into sugar. And um, that sugar kind of is presented into the blood as glucose. And the amount of glucose in your blood has to be regulated. The hormone or the chemical messenger that regulates that glucose is called insulin. Insulin is released from the pancreas and the insulin tells your body that there's loads of glucose in the blood and to uptake it into the muscle cells, the liver um, and the adipose tissue. So insulin is a way of regulating or bringing the glucose from the blood into the other tissues and cells in the body. If that insulin isn't working properly, the amount of glucose or sugar in the blood stays high, and that high level of sugar causes havoc on all the systems of the body.
1: So who's at risk, Leone?
0: You know, um, we're back to some of these old risk factors that kind of it, it overlaps other conditions as well. So who's at risk? The older you get, the higher the risk. If you're obese, overweight or inactive, that's, that poses probably the biggest risk. There's a genetic risk. So if you have a relative like a parent or a sibling who has type 2 diabetes, you're more likely to get it. There's, um, you know, your ethnicity, where you come from and um, can determine your risk and increase the risk and certain meds that you can be on um, can increase the risk. There's a thing called metabolic syndrome and that's kind of linked to being overweight or inactive and obese and that can cause uh, a huge increased risk in getting yeah.
1: it. And the symptoms then, what are they? Because the word poly kind of comes in quite a lot polyuria, uh, poly uh, dipsy, is, it? I'll let you go through yeah. them, so the, the symptoms, yeah. what are they?
0: You know, firstly I suppose a quarter of people with type 2 diabetes don't know they have it so they're going around with high glucose in their bloodstream, causing havoc to their systems, and they don't know. So that's the first thing. The other three quarters of people will have a list of different um, symptoms and signs. Polyuria is just um, it's when your urine is increased in volume and has increased in frequency. So you go to the loo a lot, and the volume of urine you're passing is higher. That's because glucose is in your urine so it's so high in your blood it then your kidneys can't actually deal with it all the the glu- the high glucose causes an intake of water into your urine so you have to go to the loo more and the amount you go the volume is higher and because you're going to lose so so much and the volume is higher you get thirsty and that's called polydipsia so people who have these um, really high thirst all the time that can be a little bit of a sign um, and also if your cells in your body are not uptaking the glucose that you're ingesting through food if the cells aren't getting that glucose um, sometimes the cells go oh hang on I need some I need some energy and they make you hungry again so you can be very very hungry all the time um, and then also linked to another sign and symptom would be fatigue you can get
1: and just unexplained um, tiredness, you know. Okay, so you you you've, you to the symptoms. Now the diagnosis is it done by a GP? How do you diagnose the fact that you have type two diabetes? And then, what sort of treatment are you given?
0: Well, the diagnosis is, is due to the signs and symptoms and some of the other symptoms would be bad vision loss, you know, or blurry vision, increased infection, especially fungal infections. Your The high glucose in the system can cause your immune system to not... And not function properly so that's another factor if people keep coming into the pharmacy with recurrent fungal infections or recurrent urinary tract infections that can be a sign um, you can have numbness and tingling in your fingers and you can have delayed wound healing so if you get wounds in your extremities like your fingers or toes usually in the feet and toes um, and there's any kind of feeling loss there that's a good indicator that you could have it in that case alan i'd be saying to people you know you kind of listen to what the the person is presenting with and then they have to go to their GP. The GP will do different tests just to, to measure the amount of sugar in in the blood at different times. You can be fasting, so you don't eat, and they do do a, a sugar level, blood sugar level with that, or they can they can actually give you sugar and see how you how you deal with this. Um, so there's different ways to diagnosis diagnose it, but it, it must be diagnosed because if you keep on going around with this high level of glucose or sugar in the blood, you can have bad long-term complications.
1: And then there's a common medicine that treats it is there uh, how does it work
0: look there's there's kind of probably lots of meds now we've we've a whole host of them the first one i suppose that people might know would be metformin or it would have been branded as glucophage um, a couple of years ago but yeah metformin kind of works in three different ways on decreasing the the glucose in the blood it it kind of helps with, with the what we call the, the insulin um, resistance of your cells, it's just it, it kind of tells your cells, hang on, like just be a bit more sensitive to this insulin. Listen to the message that the insulin is giving to you, and, and uptake that glucose. It works in in the um, gut to increase, or to sorry, to decrease the amount yeah. of glucose taken in, and then it can it can work within the liver as well. So just to, to stop creating more uh, glucose in the liver, but so it works in three pronged effect, but it does have side effects do all the medications for type 2 um, diabetes so we have to look at other ways as well like to get to prevention rather than getting to the stage of needing all the meds and, and maybe progressing to eventually needing insulin S- So
1: can we take it Lee, only that early diagnosis is key and also uh, you, you need to get your blood sugar levels checked how often is it every 3 to 6 months more or less what do you think?
0: yeah that that's really if you feel you have it or you're pre diabetic we say, or you know if you if you fall into all those risk factors, I'm sure your g p will keep an eye on that, and really um once you you know you can you can prevent type 2 coming on totally with weight weight loss and and exercise and and changing your diet so instead of a diet really high in sugary or uh, refined carbohydrates they would be the white foods the white breads the white pastas all the creams and and pastries and all that stuff if you can change the diet to whole grains vegetables and you know um Fruit, you know, longer um, acting, uh, re- longer releasing sugar, sugar foods. It, it can make a difference, and it can actually stop. It can either stop you going into type two diabetes, or if you're just freshly going into type two. Diabetes, it can sometimes reverse it and put you into kind of a steady state or, or a pause. So, it, diet and exercise um, is is really really important. Um, and then also, of course, you'll get your you'll get your um, your sugar levels checked by the GP. You also have to get those yeah. other things checked. That because those high sugar in the blood can cause trouble with your arteries and cause trouble with your heart, kidneys. It can cause trouble. Unfortunately, it can lead to to really bad vision loss. So there are so many things that it, it can um, cause trouble for that you, you really need to get it
1: looked at Great to talk to you as always it's a lifelong condition that can affect your everyday life and uh, thank you for sharing the advice with us and um, busy times for you and your team have you opened up your new premises yet uh, you're still expanding aren't you
0: Yes, yeah, we're, we're nearly there now with Bray. We've stocked out all the shelves, and um, I think it might be maybe one, one maybe Tuesday next week. We're just uh, the final little finishing right. touches. There's always those things at the end that you kind of say, "Oh, how did I forget that?" So we're just putting the final finishing touches on it. So, yeah, um, yeah we're, we're we're getting there, Alan. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, that's great. We already heard from Ken Stainless and their development, so it's lovely to hear more good news on the Wexford front. And this time from Leonie Grant and Grant's Pharmacy as you expand. Talk to you soon, Leonie. Have a good weekend.
0: Thanks so much chalan thank you mm-hmm.